Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, October 5th, 2021. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, and I, I love this quote, we lovingly present to you all the bad news that you try to avoid the week before. <laughs> that line is brought to you by Paul Fidalgo. I actually stole that from him. He's a, a Center for Inquiry, and I just, I read it once and I thought it was great. Um, but really, we, we uh, talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you want to join into the conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, and that will allow you to join our Discord while we record uh, Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't do that, you can still post to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. This week, I've got a whole bunch of conspiracy theorists and religious idiots. Oh, man. I got <laughs> something to add to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You want to just throw it in randomly, or? It's like I should have been here earlier to tell you about it, but man, it just <laughs> slipped my mind. <laughs> All right, well, let me hit the uh, my my follow-ups, and then we'll get, I'm going to basically go right in the conspiracy stuff, so. All right, I'll try to find a good place to shove it in. Okay. Uh, the first thing I wanted to mention, uh, we, we mentioned on a previous podcast, Dilawar Saeed uh, confirmed as the new deputy administrator of the Small Business Administration. This was the guy who is Muslim and all the Republicans were against having a Muslim in anything. But none of them showed up to the hearings to get him confirmed, though. They all, like, boycotted because they, they knew that it was going to not go their way. Wow. Sweet. Yeah. So he got it. He's in? Yeah. According nice. to uh, what I read, uh, he, I wasn't he, sure if that was a don't show up to avoid quorum situation or if it was a. I think it's all just, just a. <laughs> yeah, it's just a, I'm going to boycott. I'm going to, but it doesn't. Whatever. Yeah. Didn't matter. <laughs> Snowflakes. Um. So I kind of, I kind of lied. Apparently, I'm going to start out right away with a few conspiracy stuff, um, because I did want to talk about yesterday the fact that Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. <laughs> Went away, just disappeared for hours. Even I'm buying this one. (laughs) (laughs) That it's a conspiracy theory. That there's yeah. (laughs) So the strangest thing for me was, you know, I'm doing work and my boss messages everyone in the group that I work in and says, "Does anybody know why Facebook isn't working?" I'm like, "Really? My (laughs) boss is the one." It was the first one who was like, Facebook's down during work hours. I don't know what to do. <laughs> but reality is that it looks like they had some sort of BGP issue, which if you're not in networking, that means nothing to you. But it's how the internet works. And uh, in any case, they were down for, well, it was about six hours, right? Yep. Six hours. There were some people on Twitter who messaged out, you know, quote unquote news, but they're you know, it's all just bullshit. Uh, some of one of them saying that there was a Chinese state-sponsored hacking group, nah, known as Zhang Hujinus, or you know, giant huge anus. Nice, oh. clever. <laughs> I don't hate that. <laughs> that took off. That got a lot of retweets, <laughs> and he, enough that he had to come back and say, "No, no, no, I'm I was being sarcastic." That was. <laughs> so I was in a, a, a subreddit, the sysadmin subreddit. 
um, when this was happening. And there was a big, long thread about it. And there was a guy that posted in there and said, oh, I work at Facebook on the emergency response team. And it's a BGP problem. We'll be back on the air soon. We're working on it. And then his account, then that all of his messages disappeared. And then his account disappeared. I'm like, well, that's odd. <laughs> but he was right. It was a BGP problem. I don't know what any of those things you just said are. <laughs> BGP is a border gateway protocol. So it's how one company talks and advertises Fine. itself on the internet. Yeah. So if okay. you have a BGP problem, it's likely that your entire company no longer has a presence on the internet, unless you have built-in redundancies. Unfortunately for Facebook, their built-in redundancies all rely on Facebook servers. Yeah. They they so, don't use anything external. So when they are, I mean, they're they're they couldn't get into their data center because it also relied on the same stuff. So they couldn't get in to fix the thing that they broke because they were locked out of their own buildings. I mean, poor design. They literally couldn't get in the buildings because their cards wipe works on the same system, on the same, basically Realizing. on the same system. Yeah. Wow. So wait, did something shady happen or did something no. boring in IT happen? Boring in IT. Wait, maybe I lost the thread here. Are we still talking about Facebook? <laughs> I thought yeah. we were, but yeah. it sounds like it has a boring run-of-the-mill explanation. That's what it looks like. I don't know. My I... only takeaway from this is Ray's boss is lazy. well i also wanted to mention that it turns into conspiracy theory and i thought jared had one as well but before that it the QAnon people believe that this was the first of the 10 days of darkness an event that is supposed to coincide with with the return of president trump oh jeez! so this was the sign of the apocalypse yeah (laughs) facebook went dark therefore trump's coming back like that's the Wow, so, Jay, did you did, did you have a conspiracy theory with this? I thought it had to do with the whistleblower that came out today. That would make that sense. Test, that testified in front of Congress. No, it, it was well, a, a, a massive coincidence. That. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, well, not only not only did that happen today, but uh, like you know, parts of what she was saying came out that this yesterday, the day that Facebook was down. Yep. Right. And I mean, I was just it wasn't even anything I just heard. I was just. Hmm. I wonder if Zuckerberg was just like, oh, you're going to bring me up in front of Congress? Let me show you how fucked up your life is without Mm -hmm. Facebook or Instagram. He pulls the fucking power button down and everyone's (laughs) like, oh, Jesus Christ, just leave him alone. I don't care what he's doing. Now, just because it's a, I think from the outside, their BGP records just vanished. So that was the root of the problem. Whether it was purposeful or accidental, that we can't tell. From the outside. Right. So. As a hack, that would be very difficult to do. Mm, very. But having somebody who has the access to do that internally, yeah. I mean, if somebody inside wants to shut things down, that's the way to do it. Like. Yeah. But but you would actually, I mean, it's hard to describe without getting into all the details, but there are very few people who have the ability to take out a BGP record. Yeah. You have to be listed as an owner of that company or or website or whatever. Like, and it's it's very difficult for anybody else to do anything to take it down. So if it was an inside job and Zuckerberg was just like, oh, yeah, we're going away for a bit and see how you like that. I could, you know. That's how you do it. <laughs> that, that would be how it would be done. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I mean, in America, um, for the most part, people went, well, that's weird. I mean, some people freaked out, conspiracy theories, you know, arose. But in the rest of the world, or in parts of the world, this was a really, really big deal. 
people use WhatsApp to run their businesses. They use um, uh, Instagram to run their businesses. People freaked out outside of the U.S. I mean, people freaked out well, here, but worse. There. I heard, yeah, and I heard even here, and I didn't experience it myself, but like, you know, sometimes you go to like a certain website or something and it's like, mm. oh, we just want to log in with Facebook and you go, oh, I'm lazy. Yes. Like those things you couldn't get into with Facebook down. Right. Right. I didn't experience that, so I didn't know, but... Well, I mean, games like, you know, Marvel Puzzle Puzzle Quest and um, Pokemon Go, they all authenticate against Facebook. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and it also, it affected DNS servers around the internet because every computer in the world was going, huh, where's Facebook? Hey, where's Facebook? Hey, where's Facebook? <laughs> Asking over and, and over and over. there was no response, which means that it, in a couple minutes, it goes, hey, hey. where's Facebook? Yeah. Like, it, it repeats the question over and over again, mm-hmm. and you have people hitting refresh on their browser trying to get to Facebook or yep. whatever on their devices. Um, so, yeah, there, it was actually caused a massive internet slowdown because all of, all of the – every machine in the world that hands out names and tells you what address to go to was overwhelmed all of a sudden. <laughs> By people going, hey, where's Facebook? <laughs> Yeah, and then you know what I said? I said, eh, I'll go look at Reddit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, Twitter, um, Twitter, the corporation posted, I forget what they said exactly, but it said, welcome world, or something like that. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> went to Twitter. <laughs> it turns out I have other ways to d- distract myself at work, so. Yeah. So I have, the next article is somewhat related to it because it's related to Facebook. Uh, the AP put out an article about doctors growing frustrated over uh, COVID-19 denial. And there's several stories in this article, a couple highlights. It starts off talking about a guy who was at dangerously low oxygen levels. They had him on oxygen and they were telling him that they needed to intubate him. And he was, he, he basically said no. He got irate. Uh, because they were forbidding, forbidding his wife from, from being at his bedside. And, uh, he's like, I'm, you know, if you don't let her come in, I'm just going to leave. And the doctors, again, this is a fed up doctor saying, look, you're welcome to leave, but you will be dead before you get to your car. Well, <laughs> that's, that's the type of attitude. I think I've been at that after hearing all of the <laughs> people not getting vaccinated and all the n- denial. I'm, I've been at that for a while. There's another one. That uh, doctor said, well, they were trying to get this doctor to uh, to prescribe ivermectin. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, no, just stop looking mm-hmm. at Facebook. Like, that's his answer because there's so much misinformation on Facebook. And that's where he has heard all these people get all their information. He's just like, the answer is just stop looking at Facebook. And I find it amusing because people did stop looking at Facebook for six hours yeah. and they went. Fucking nuts. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, if what this girl's saying, this whistleblower, uh, it's pretty bad, you know. Oh, yeah. They know exactly what's going on. They know that people only engage with posts that they hate. And therefore, it's, you know, the bottom line is, is that they can't put, they can't change that because they'll lose money. So they don't give a shit because they're a corporation. So they just keep pumping more hate-filled stuff through the algorithm. Right. You know. Yeah, pe- people don't comment and and stay engaged on posts that are oh that's nice. They stay you know they comment and post and repost and and share on ones that that make them angry and and you know make their blood pressure go up. Yeah. So it makes perfect sense. It's all about the dollars. We knew this, but you know, it's interesting to but see to it actually, in paper. <laughs> right to know somebody who was close to it and worked through it. Yeah. You know, to be like no, they're well aware of what they're doing, and you know, I mean, I don't know how you stop it. 
Right. Um, it's so integrated in our lives now for, for most people. It's mm. I don't know what to do. Uh, apparently, you just erase those three letters that Karen said aloud earlier, and it goes away. <laughs> <laughs> if you believe that theory, <laughs> I like mine better with the big power on, power off lever that Zuckerberg has. <laughs> Is it mirrored after that lever that Biden has on his desk to raise and lower gas prices? That's a dial, Ian, not Uh-oh. a lever. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense now that you said it as a dial. All right. Well, I'm going to move since this kind of brushed along COVID-19. I'm going to move along to the couple COVID things that I have. There's an article on khn.org talking about the fact that rural Americans are dying at twice the rate of urbanites. So if you take a look at rural America and compared to uh, urban sites, uh, the vaccination rates are surprisingly way lower in rural areas. And yeah, uh, the the death rate is about double those in metropolitan areas. Um, I guess it's not. I mean, it's not surprising if you listen to this podcast regularly. It's not surprising, <laughs> but at the same time, it's just shocking. I don't know. It's it's a, such a horrendous figure. Like the 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 amount of people, and it, it, I think it's complicated and made even worse because they're further away from hospitals. Mm-hmm. True. They don't believe in COVID. They're further away from the hospital. They wait till the last minute before going to the hospital because they don't even believe in the whole situation. And then, you know, by the time they get there, they're they're way down the path. It's just a bad situation. Well, plus they 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 often live in food deserts where the only source of food is the local dollar store. They they don't have a regular um, a primary care physician because there aren't any locally, or the the ones that are are you know booked for three years out. So they're unhealthy to begin with. So they have a you know, worse chance of surviving, even if they could get to a hospital with the care that they need. You see what's going on in um, Alaska. Alaska is one giant rural area, and they're in crisis care at this moment, at this point, which means they have to make decisions on, all right, who can we save? We can't save both of them. We don't have enough room. Which one do we have a better chance of saving? Yikes. Except for Anchorage. Anchorage is a huge, like, if you live in Alaska, mostly. We, I thought I saw that this came up on... Was it this show or was it our yeah. other show? I think it was this show last week. Right. Someone was quoting me populations. Was mm-hmm. it was it Anchorage or was it Fairbanks? Oh, I thought it was Anchorage. And my Anchorage sounds plausible. One of them is very densely populated. Mm. And every other city in Alaska is mm. like out in sticks, apparently. It's a big, big state, though. Oh. Yeah. Massive. Like, yeah. confusingly large. Yeah. Yeah, but they're, but, but they're so far and fewer in between. I mean, getting to, just getting from place to place usually involves an airplane. <laughs> Some places, though, that you would think that this, well, that are having a massive amount of, <laughs> that are having a massive amount of problems with COVID-19. Uh, Louisiana is, is one of those places. One of the hospitals have decided to, uh, really take the whole people who don't want to be vaccinated, uh, a little bit more seriously. The, uh, the hospital is making it so that if you are employed at the hospital, not only do you have to be vaccinated, but if we if we find out that your spouse is unvaccinated, you have to pay $200 a month to remain insured. Mm. What? Because they're spending so much money on people who refuse to be vaccinated, they're losing they're losing so much money that they have to recoup it somehow and they're doing it by blaming the people who are unvaccinated. We've seen that kind of thing before. There's been a, a, a attacks on smokers. I forget. There's been I forget what else they've tried in this area. 
There was another one too. Apparently, it's not just a hospital. It's a mm. health system, so sure. it's uh, okay. more broad than a hospital. I wouldn't be surprised if this becomes a regular thing because it's co- it is it is costing the insurance companies a lot of money, and it's going to cost them more once the federal funding stops coming in. So oh, they're going to have to insurance companies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not. No, no, no. <laughs> this, this is not sympathy. This is just bottom line. They got to recoup the money. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. I was thinking it, and Jared was saying it. <laughs> Finally, some justice for the insurance companies. And Jeff was visualizing it on Discord for us. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move away from the virus because we talk about it so much. I just figured I'd throw it up a couple couple things first. I actually, this this is the first week, I don't have a denier who has died. So, you know, if you want to throw, somebody wants to throw one up at Discord, I'm sure there have been several. Mm. I just didn't pick one out this week. I can't keep track of how many I hear about. So right. just assume there was a few. Oh yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Um and again, there's so many like subreddits or whatever if you if you're curious. They're out there. Um but as far as conspiracies, so I wanted to start with this because I found it very amusing. SNL did uh did a bit on the crazy school board meetings. Oh, that was great. Um <laughs> but it, it was it was funny, but at the same time it really, I mean, it only just touched on how freaking crazy they are. Like, <laughs> the SNL was nothing compared to actually watching these idiots. Oh, it was super toned down to compared to the real ones. Yeah. yeah. Well, True. the main the main difference was that uh, they did, okay, no, you have to go sit down, and um, the next person comes up. That part never happens. They just keep shouting. Right. <laughs> yeah. A lot. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole bunch of crazy people in the world. I don't know if you guys have watched many of the school board hearings. Uh, you know, just mm. it, the things coming out of these people's mouths. It's it's astounding. Like, I I can't wrap my head around how you even get to some of these places. Like, it's, you know, living under a bridge down by the river kind of crazy. Like, I, you know, out of touch with humanity. It's insane. It's like cosplaying Facebook is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, kind of. But I have a con- I have a conspiracy theory about that, and that's that. I mean, this is a Republican strategy. How do you drive um, good people out of uh, being on the school board? You throw people like this at them constantly every time they have a meeting, and people eventually go, "Fuck it, this is just not worth it. I quit." And then you get these oh chuckleheads in there. I would love it so much. <laughs> I I could sit there for hours and listen to these whack jobs. <laughs> Put me on the school board, boss. <laughs> go run. <laughs> I don't have a kid. I don't think it matters, but I don't. I, I don't think it matters. No. Clearly yeah. you don't. Some of these people don't have kids. Don't Not only don't have kids going to the school, but don't have kids at all. Don't even live in the area and are right. just showing up at school board meetings just to, I don't know, cause craziness. Well, they're, they're going to- It's as though they're crisis actors planted <laughs> yeah. by the Republicans. I do think my favorite part, though, was with the woman who started yelling about critical race theory, not knowing what it was. And I was like, yeah, that's not even a thing anymore. But right. we talked about that. That just came and went. Yeah. <laughs> it had a it was, solid month. <laughs> right? It was it was too complex of an idea for them to get behind because they were like, I don't understand it. <laughs> On top of that, most schools were like, we're not teaching it. Right. We didn't even have any – that's a college course. We're not teaching it in fourth grade. Right. <laughs> but there, there's definitely a grassroots push from the Republicans to get into local offices. And yeah. it's certainly possible that they're – you know, just throw the crazies out there, though. All the good liberals will, will – 
step down and then we'll get the, the crazies in there and <laughs> teach the kids religious stuff. Great. <laughs> well, I say that. Go ahead, Ian. Oh, I was just going to say that sounds super plausible because it's that is was one of the cornerstones of the Trump administration. Mm-hmm. Who's your new boss? The worst possible person on the planet for this? All right. Well, we've let's just all quit then because I, I can't live like this. Exactly. Yeah, and fuck you, America. We're not going to fight for you. We're just going to resign in protest. Right. 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 People don't or understand. It's that's a win. In Stephanie Grisham's case, not say anything while I'm there and then write a book about how bad it is. <laughs> yeah. That was helpful. And she named her book, um, I'll Take Your Questions Now, a phrase she never uttered. <laughs> was she the one who wasn't allowed to say anything for a year? She, yeah. yeah. She didn't take a single question. Never had a press conference. Her eh. only actual job. She did not do. Shut the fuck up, woman. <laughs> well, granted, it's not like that was her choice. She was. Ba- she basically was like, yeah, I was told we're not doing any. Mm. And that's that. <laughs> mm. you don't call the book that then. <laughs> oh, is she saying, oh, I'll take your questions now. I get it. Right. Fine. She could never say that before. So now she get, she's doing the book so that she finally gets to utter the phrase, right? Hmm. All right. All I'll right, step so back speak- a bit. <laughs> Speaking of crazy conspiracists, though, uh Alex Jones <laughs> got back in the news this last week because there was a ruling. Texas judge ruled on his whole denial of the Sandy Hook. People filed lawsuits against him uh, after he said the Sandy Hook victims were crisis actors and the, the whole thing was made up. I, I don't know that there was an actual numbers released yet. No. But apparently the judge found that uh, he is liable for the, for the – Things that he said and the fact that he propagated these lies for so long. Well, it was a default judgment, though. And the reason that the judge ruled it was because he couldn't manage to supply discovery materials. The other lawyer said, please give us this information. And he didn't. So the judge went, all right, well, you have another couple weeks. And this went on a couple times. And he never produced what he was required by the court to produce. So they went, all right, then you lose. So, so the, as the, far as what the ruling is and what he is going to be responsible for, I don't think that that's actually come out yet. No, that's not till later. I forget, it was a couple months later. They're going to have the – they actually uh, pull a, a, a jury together now and say, he's guilty. How much money does he need to give them? Is it all the parents or just the specific ones that were like, you're ruining my life? It was two of them, I think. Yeah. This one was two. So there were nine families previously – who filed lawsuits against Jones and InfoWars. And uh, I don't remember what state that was in, but they were ordered at that point, Jones and InfoWars were ordered to pay nearly $150,000 in legal fees for failing to provide the documents as well. So it's, I don't, I don't know that this is ending anytime soon for Alex Jones and, you know, good. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're going to bleed him dry because he won't shut up. He keeps repeating the same lies and just digging himself deeper because he's a an horrible person. <laughs> I mean, that could be why too. Like that, his lawyers are just are not providing these materials. Just like, just this is a hopeless situation. You're <laughs> screwing this up, right? You and, don't want to. We get, have nothing, right? You you don't want to get into court because it's going to go horribly wrong. So this is probably your best option. It's just to have a you know declaratory judgment against you. <laughs> wow. Well, it really is a no win situation for Alex Jones because if he does yeah. go to court and he testifies and he was like. The only way to worm out of it is to go, I didn't mean it. It was a lie. I was joking. Or I'm an actor or whatever he said before, which then hurts his bottom line, right. which means he can't pay his lawyers. Right. 
and he you can't know. and he can't say yeah I said that and I was wrong I'm sorry because that's not possible right so his only other option is to go in there and be like yeah I said it and I still believe it and they're like okay well now you're like super guilty yeah <laughs> so a default judgment is probably his best case scenario then <laughs> interesting not quite as bad but still somebody who is uh, got a lot of public attention Joe Rogan is continuing down his path of just complete. Bullshit. Uh, this time he has said that he thinks that Biden faked getting vaccinated on TV. <laughs> oh, I missed that. Is that what? <laughs> yeah. So Joe Biden was on, uh, got a booster shot, and it was it was televised uh, in order for him to promote the idea that you should go out and get a booster shot. He he televised and was like, so yeah, Joe Rogan says, yeah, that was. That seems like that would be something that would be completely faked. Like, what if he were to get the shot and then faint? You can't have that. So why would he be? Why would he be doing this on live television and basically said it wasn't wasn't real? And he said that um, he was not really vaccinated on live TV on the grounds that he may not be healthy enough to get a booster shot. Everybody's <laughs> healthy enough to get a booster shot, unless you're well, you know, know well, all right, ninety nine percent of people are healthy enough to get a booster shot. Weird. So, and so. Brogan is only basing this on the fact that he thinks that he's too old to get a booster shot, not anything he saw or, you know, like, look, this is CGI or look, that's a fake needle. No, it's just the last person he talked to said it. That's all. It's Joe Brogan. He's just like, he's old. How could he have gotten it? Yeah. Yeah. He actually, I think the the one thing he said was, well, what if he were to die from it? You can't have that going out on live TV. So what do you mean from die from it like nobody dies from getting a booster that's just in i don't know again insanity yeah this level of conspiracy theory of everything has to be fake because it was on the news i yeah but again we're talking about it because he said something crazy i was gonna say or (laughs) it's as though someone had just leaked the information that negative stuff gets people's attention and gets clicks. Like right. on, I don't know, Facebook or something, and Joe Rogan went, I know this. That's why they pay me the big bucks here on Spotify, where people should actually be saying, Joe Rogan said, wait, did he say something about the UFC? Stand-up comedy? Or season one of news radio? <laughs> no. Move on to someone else. Yeah. No one cares what Joe Rogan has to say about any other subject. <laughs> I do like what Jeff just said. I am shocked that the guy who screamed at people to eat bull testicles for $5,000 on national TV might not know the most about epidemiology. (laughs) Hey, that's not a way to judge a man. I would have done that for $5,000 to yell people to eat fucking reindeer dicks. So, you know. (laughs) But I'm not looking. so long. It was disgusting. (laughs) I don't even want to know what that's about. Fear factor. I hate that show. Mm. Yeah, when he hosted Fear Factor, it would always be like something spooky, something gross eating, and then like an exciting final challenge. So I guess I should have listed these next couple of things with the Facebook stuff because I'm, I'm moving back to Facebook. So not only is Facebook still riddled with these groups promoting ivermectin, which we, we know it to be the case, and is in violation of its own rules against pandemic misinformation, it also has groups that are ivermectin promoters discussing ways to continue to evade the Facebook rules. Wow. So there are Facebook groups that you can join in, or at least be invited to, 
uh, by current members where you can discuss how to avoid the Facebook rules and continue to propagate ivermectin as a uh, as a treatment for, for COVID-19. <sighs> because, of course, there is. Of course, there is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you just broke me for a second. <laughs> sure. Along with that, uh, there was an article on... Uh, where is this on? Relevant Magazine? I don't really know this uh, <laughs> magazine. However, uh, it cites information that among the top 20 Christian, American Christian Facebook pages. So you got Facebook pages that are made for Christians to come to and have a community and talk to other Christians. 19 of the top 20 used are actually Eastern European troll farms <laughs> who own those pages. They were created by Eastern European troll farms, and those troll farms are the ones putting the, you know, promoted by that group messages out. So you have all these uh, Christian, American Christians on these different pages who then share all the information from their Christian group, and it's it's all controlled by Eastern European troll farms. I, I gotta say, um, Putin and the, you know, the rest of the Eastern European bloc that wants America to fail has really done a bang-up job of <laughs> providing disinformation and dividing America. Very professionally run. Impressive. That's reasonable. I agree. Good on them. <laughs> <laughs> they did the hard work and, and it paid off. It certainly did. So if you happen to be Christian and are, are enjoying one of the, you know, Christian Facebook pages. If it's not guideposts, it's probably one of these troll farms. <laughs> Although I do like some of the names, like Be Happy, Enjoy Life. Sounds uh, nice. You got the obvious Jesus is my Lord, The Purpose of Life. Hey, a quick side note while you're reading those names, a friend of mine said to me, Oh, you know, I wanted to listen to the podcast this week and I hadn't listened in a while. And damn it, if I completely fucking forgot the name of your podcast. <laughs> All right, and I was like, oh, and he goes, but I did remember Soaring Eagles of Freedom, and that's the side I went to and got to the podcast. <laughs> nice. <laughs> See, right. those names work. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. If you can't remember Profane Argument for whatever reason, good Yeah, but that I, boring ass name, but Soaring, <laughs> he goes, then he goes, Soaring Eagles of Freedom, caca. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Soaring Eagles of Freedom is a website that points out, uh, yeah, to the exact same podcast. That is, that is very true. And the best part about it is that's a website that I don't even have to update. Like it just read, it just points at the podcast. So oh it's out God. there and I never have to touch it. God damn it. Are you almost done with this story? Yeah, probably. You, because I got a business opportunity for us. Uh -oh. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay. Are you done? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry that we're doing that. I'm doing this way. So, guess who reared their ugly heads again at my office? At your office? Yeah. Who? Wh oh. What group am I constantly intertwined oh, with? Oh, the Moonies, the Gun People, COVID, <laughs> Bill Hall, or those Iron Rods? The Rod of Iron reared its ugly head again. Uh oh. So they are having a Save the Nation conference um, in three days um, mm. up here by me. And it was sponsored by Car Arms, the brother of Sean Moon, who owns sure. the gun store while he runs the church that, you know, tells you to worship your guns. And my office! 
oh, no. with our logo on there. Now, I want I want to read to you the because there's a lot of speakers coming to this thing, but what the general uh, census of what's going on here for Save the Nation. All right. Wait, before you say, uh, please say Eric Trump. Please say Eric Trump. (laughs) No, surprisingly, no Trumps. Okay. Um, But you'll be surprised by some of the names that are going to be in my area in three days. All Americans who love America and want to preserve it as a free nation watch in dread as they see the aftermath of the stolen presidential election and the takeover of our federal government by hardcore leftists. What can we, what can we do? To be used by God as his hands and feet to restore this nation. Join the conference. <laughs> mm. It is a two-day extravaganza over at Car Arms. Um, and like I said, our logo was on the bottom of the thing. We got yeah. it removed. Good. Yeah. Um, so now it's just Car Arms, Magnum Research, and some other dipshit places. But it caused a giant stink in my office. And, of course, and people were calling up and being like, what the fuck? These are the wackos I saw on A&E or these are the guys I saw on Vice News. And my bosses, once again, were like, what? What are you talking about? Right? (laughs) And it took my boss's daughter, who – it's funny because he's like a hardcore Republican. Mm -hmm. More like a dummy Republican, though. More like an 80s Republican. Like, he just doesn't understand what's going on. And the rest of this family are hippies. So she talked him out of it, um, out of doing it. But then come to find out that one of Sean Moon's daughters or some of one of his relatives works at our Hawley office here in Pennsylvania, um, probably solely there to sell houses to Koreans who move up here to join the uh, rod of iron. But I was thinking, since my office pulled out, why can't Soaring Eagles of Freedom sponsor this? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I am very curious if we came to them with that name and said, hey, we're a podcast called The Soaring of the Eagles of Freedom and show them the eagle with the American flag. Would they even look at the podcast or just go, oh, yeah, sure. You're giving right? us money? Because I know Sean Moon doesn't give a flying fuck about anything he's actually saying. Right? Sure. He just wants money. And that's pretty obvious. And then our little thing would be at the bottom, and then people would click on it, and then they would get to the profane argument. And maybe, <laughs> maybe we could, f- maybe this would help some people. <laughs> oh, I don't want those crazy people knowing anything about me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they all have guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got a point. I do live close to them. <laughs> yeah. If anybody would be nervous about that, I think it would be you, Jared. Ah, fuck them. I'm not being afraid of them. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> don't live in fear. <laughs> <laughs> so uh some of the, the some of the speakers coming to this are let's see who you might recognize here. Wow. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> Going down the whole list here. I don't <laughs> recognize <laughs> any There was one I saw in here was Dana oh Dana Loesch, you know her. Oh sure. Is coming. Um obviously Sean Moon, mm. uh Justin Moon of Car Arms. One Mr. Steve Bannon is coming. <laughs> really? Yep. Wait, Steve Bannon? Wow. Steve Kay Bannon is coming. Wow. Now, are you ready for some of the seminars that you could sign up for? Now, these are things we could sponsor. <laughs> All right. Uh, from 1 to 140, there's going to be the Freedom Tent. Who knows what goes on in the Freedom Tent? Sounds interesting. <laughs> but uh, And then uh, there's something called the Making of America going on in the Liberty Tent. Then there's a seminar from 150 to 230, Mental Dynamics of Target Shooting. Whoa. Sounds good. Right? What? And in another tent, that's in the Freedom Tent. In the Liberty Tent, Karen, this one's for you. Uh Uh-oh. Holstering options for women. (laughs) (laughs) 
Then at three o'clock, we're we're gonna go back to the Freedom Tent and have the National Firearms Legal Battles. Sounds legit. But in the Liberty Tent, it's the theft of manhood. Oh, <laughs> that's dear. the rest of the podcast. While you're while you're over at uh, holstering options, we're going to the theft of manhood <laughs> seminar. <laughs> then we can all meet up later at three fifty in the Freedom Tent again for Second Amendment in the crosshairs, and then finally uh, grassroots activism training for wow. our all day affair. <laughs> That sounds terrifying. And no, you sure you, you sure you don't want to do it? <laughs> the minimum is going to be like ten grand, so no. <laughs> oh, while I was reading this, I should have just linked the whole thing for you guys here. There you go. Wow. Oh, my. No, Lauren Bobert though. I thought. Uh, yeah, I, I'm really surprised by that. I forget. I, I don't remember. It was said in uh, in Discord. I think Jeff and Grinch both said it. I'm surprised. No, I mean it's a guns thing. So mm. I guess it's too far from her state. I find right. it yeah, odd. Probably. Why is Stephen K. Bannon not like the headliner on the webpage? I don't. Yeah, that I don't understand either. Hmm. Oh look, they're running a contest where you can win a gun called the Trump Commander in Chief Auto Ordnance Custom AR-15. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you can get a firearm with the Trump name on it? it? Or probably not. That would be licensing. I don't know. I tried to click here. I'll snip and clip it out here. No. There's going to be music from your favorite Dave Bray and the Hometown Boys with a Z. Boats <laughs> Against the Current. You guys love them, right? <laughs> no idea no. what you're saying. <laughs> we wow. could be vendors there. There's going to be an art show. Maybe I should get my mom to put some of our art up. <laughs> oh, look at look at all this art with guns and motorcycles. and. <laughs> wow. Don't you? Here, here's a sample of some of the art that's being <laughs> sold. Don't you guys want this? Painted? <laughs> I do want that painting. <laughs> that that's wow. I think that's the image for this week's show. I oh yeah, the, <laughs> the dragon special. Yeah. Oh, I was talking about the the one above the oh no the guy with one? the claymore and the yeah yeah that one's magnificent. But no, you got to have one with a with a uh, with an eagle. How about this one? Uh, what about this one? Would you like to guess the name of the art piece that I just linked? Oh, my. <laughs> oh. Uh, first of all, is that not the worst fucking just Photoshop thrown together bullshit that you've ever really seen? Is. That's pretty that bad. Is it is. I don't know. Is that have, is, isn't that the guy from GTA 5 or 4? <laughs> this one is titled, When Seconds Count. <laughs> God. Oh. I like Jeff's title better. The uh, good guy with a gun. I mean, mm. that's the obvious choice. By the one, the first one I linked is titled Highlander. I don't know why. <laughs> Highlander. All right. Well, he's he he is holding a claymore, so you know that's the sword. I don't know. Is he? He's wearing a kilt ish, mm-hmm. or maybe he's just got a sporin on. I don't know. I can't tell. In any case, that's uh yeah. So good luck with that. You said it's <laughs> in a few days, so like Friday and the weekend or something. I think, yeah, I think it's going to be this weekend. A bunch of uh, borderline insane people, heavily armed. What could go wrong? Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Ooh, they give it awards, too. Freedom Awards. Boy, it is so easy to sucker you fucking people. Let me tell you. You put freedom in fucking front of anything, you'll buy it. Wow. Makes you feel free. Mm-hmm. Boy. So, how much is it to go? It's free oh it's all it's free okay you would th- you, i was shocked by that too you would think this would run these people like a hundred bucks a ticket with special vip tickets and all this shit it's free they do ask for a lot of donations though sure sure well I vendors don't... have to pay 190 dollars. there are food trucks 
they have to pay $390. So vendors pay. And they're sponsors, of course. And I'm sure there will be guns for sale. I don't know. It's being held at the... Car arms. Yeah, Yeah. car arms. So clearly they're trying to get people there to purchase their firearms. Like, I think that's the whole purpose of the church. And Sean Moon is probably like, if they come for free, I could probably get some new recruits. And since he puts these new recruits through the fucking ringer anyway, Mm. where they sell shit for him and, you know, and, you know, all the old stuff that the Moonies used to do, you know, you can't sleep until you sell $100 worth of merchandise kind of bullshit. I'm sure he's like, oh, I'll make uh, I'll make out on this. If I if I get four or five people, I've made out. Sure. You know, I'll suck them dry for all all they're worth. (laughs) They won't notice a checkbox for the monthly donation. It'll, it'll work out. Mm. Well, again, I, if he's doing tactics like his father did, it's just straight up, give me money. Mm. Right. <laughs> Keep giving me money. Oh, you want to get married? Give me money. <laughs> you can't marry that person. You have to marry the person that I say you can marry. That was Moon's thing. Right. You want to fuck your gun or whatever and have me bless it? That's 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> whatever they do. I don't know what they do. To be honest, it's not that far from, you know, the Catholic Church. They they had their, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years of pay the priest and you can do whatever you want. You can actually, at one point, they were handing out tokens. You could pay in advance and then, (laughs) you know, you you could pray with your token and get absolution in advance, even though you knew you were committing a crime. So the Moonies aren't the only ones going for the money. Oh, no, they all are. Yeah, money, money in control, in different. Oh yeah, he's he, he's picking from all the best religions to make the right. most money. Right. All right. That was that was interesting. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to avoid your part of the state. I mean, I don't think I've ever been there anyway. But uh, okay. Speaking of uh, religious people trying to control and not not just make money, this was an interesting thing that I saw, and I'm sure Jared's already aware because it's from the Young Turks. They're continued deep dive on the family they talked about uh i think it was the most recent national prayer breakfast there were what like a dozen democrats who invited anti-lgbtq ukrainians to the national prayer breakfast what so there's a list of 11 democrats and one independent who invited people from eastern europe who were anti-LGBTQ specifically. These are people who call homosexuality a mental deviation, a treatable disease. Uh, They oppose what they call so-called LGBT rights. And uh, people who have declared homosexuality is a parasite of society. Wow. uh, Invited by Democratic representatives at the National Prayer Breakfast. Now, why would the Democrats invite these people to the National Prayer Breakfast. Well, as it turns out, they didn't. However, they signed away the right for the National Prayer Breakfast to invite people in their name. Oh, wow. (laughs) So the people in charge of the family put out these invites to these anti-LGBT people in the name of the Democratic people who were going to be there. I, I find this just astounding. Like, the Democrats who are in, in office clearly have no idea who the family is or what the National Prayer Breakfast is for. Otherwise, why would you possibly sign your name to something like that? Right. It's bad enough that a decent number of them go to this thing. A lot of them go to this. You, well, that's you the clearly... thing. They've, dis- they've disguised it as just, mm. a, you know, a place where we can put our politics behind and we can just be Christian together. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because saying fuck you to the National Prayer Breakfast doesn't sound so good on paper. <laughs> right. You know. It's a must-see, must-go event. Wow. Just another way the Republicans, specifically Christian Republicans, are, are using this as a, as a way to just well, try to get control and, and make sure that if you're against them, because if you don't go to the National Prayer Breakfast and you're invited, they're going to shit on you and they're going to make it known that you didn't go to the prayer breakfast. What's wrong with you? Sure. I wouldn't necessarily put this on just Republicans, though. This is on fundamental Christians, generically. Right. It's also on Democrats. <laughs> For not paying <laughs> like, attention. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. They know what's going on. I mean, I don't think they knew that that, that uh, their tickets would be used for that, but they know what the na- they know what's going on with this national prayer breakfast. Right, it's just political suicide to not go, but they really right. need to be more careful about how their names are used. Wow, I'm I'm because, sure by the time it went down, they're like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be associated with those people. Crap. <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, another story of politics and religion. Uh, the new governor of New York. Kathy, I don't know, Hochul? Is that how you pronounce her name? I have no idea. Sure. So she gave a speech, and it was really trying to get people to get vaccinated, I think is what she was going for. But holy crap, it was not laced with religious. It was doused in religious words and really? phrases. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, part of it started out with, I need you to be my apostles. Um, and then it just went into the whole... The whole God thing, saying that, you know, the vaccine is a gift from God and you should really, you should get vaccinated because this is what God would want of you. Like, it was just the grace of God and it just, it, I don't know. To me, it the, after the first two or three times she mentioned God, that's all I could hear. Sure. Well, is it, was it for a particular audience? It was during service at a Christian cultural center. So, I mean, she knows her audience, but yeesh. I mean, even then, like, mm. if you mention God that many times, it, it's, I don't know, it just gets repetitive and nonsensical. Like, I don't know, I've been to church, I've been to a lot of different church services, and when, when you have somebody who is, you know, speaking, and they just start shoving God down your throat, you can still see it. Like, it, it makes you uncomfortable as a listener, even if you are a Christian. Like, they get it. They're Christian, too. They don't need you to mention God every other word in order to get your point across. Right. And, yeah, going to a, a Christian cultural center and giving a speech, you still need to be cognizant of the fact that not everybody that you are leading believes the same thing that you believe. So speak to all of them. <laughs> Say that last sentence again, just to make sure I heard you aloud. <laughs> speak to all those no, people. seriously, please lead. do. <laughs> I don't remember how it went. <laughs> I think it said, when you're giving a speech at a Christian cultural center in front of Christian cultural center members, you have to keep in mind that not everybody there believes the same thing you believe. No, not everybody that you lead believes the same thing you believe. Everybody in that room at does. the Christian cultural center. No, but, but she's a leader of the state, not the leader of those people in that room oh, only. I know, but she's trying, to, she's trying to sell the vaccines to people who are signing up for religious exemptions. Mm. The more times you say God, the more chances you have of getting them vaccinated. True. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I, I, I can't imagine she was successful on that front, but, you know, maybe. <laughs> Good on her for trying? No. <laughs> I'm not going that far. <laughs> All right. Do you think she's trying to make up for uh, 
you know, what happened with Cuomo. Governor, Governor Hansy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Governor Hansy? Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you were to just say Governor Hansy off, you know, off the wall, I, I think I would know who you mean, but. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next thing I have is a uh, Supreme Court. Yeah. Um, uh, the Supreme Court's back in session, and it's going to be awful. Like there were, I saw several articles about that, and I'm not really going to discuss the abortion stuff and everything else again. However, this was a new one that I hadn't seen before. So apparently, the Supreme Court has agreed to hear a case from Boston. Yeah, Boston City Hall had refused to fly the Christian flag. They have a flag, and sorry. They have a flag? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's basically white with a blue field and then a red cross on the blue field in the corner. Mm. Right. So the city hall refused to fly the Christian flag. And their argument for the for the lawsuit is that, well, you've flown other religious flags, so why won't you fly ours? And I would get that. Like, if you'd flown a flag with the Star of David or, you know, anything like that, okay, maybe you've, you've got – a grounds here, but every court since the suit against uh, the the city of Boston took place has agreed that they didn't violate any sort of religious uh, law or precedent because they had not flown religious flags. The only thing that they had flown before that that what's being referenced is they flew at one point there was a uh, Turkish delegation there and they flew the Turkish flag. Mm. Which the flag of Turkey includes the Islamic imagery of the half moon and the star, or the crescent moon, not half moon, but whatever. Yeah, crescent moon. The, the yeah. crescent moon and the star. So that's what they're saying. You flew, you know, that was a religious flag. Turns out, no, it wasn't. That was a political flag. The flag of Turkey just happens to have that on it because <laughs> they were established originally as an Islamic nation. And then the other flags that they say was that they flew a gay pride rainbow flag and a transgender pride flag. So clearly that you should allow the Christians to fly their flag. Mm-hmm. Turns out none of those flags are religion, except for the Christian one. Doesn't matter. They're still going to lose. I mean, the Supreme Court is going to say, you Christians are absolutely correct. Clearly that is an Islamic flag. So you have to, you have to um, permanently fly the Christian flag now. <laughs> I don't know. I'm curi- I'm very curious how they're going to rule because it's clearly not the case. Uh, sure. Does it matter? Nope. So far with the Supreme Court uh, and a lot of the a lot of the the uh, rulings that they've come down on, I have been surprised by the way that they have ruled not in the Christian favor quite as much as I expected them to. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious where they're going to to be going with this. I'm not hopeful. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, in news, I just wanted to mention this real quick. YouTube has decided to completely ban uh, anti-vax videos, which since we comment on anti-vax stories so often, I'm sure they're going to ban some of ours and I'm going to have to appeal them. So I'm just throwing that out there in case you listen to this podcast on YouTube and there are some missing. <laughs> it's happened before. Yeah, it, it has specifically happened before that we, we had one video removed and you know they put a strike against us for the anti-vaccination stuff and i'm like i sent them an appeal going no it's the opposite and they put it back on so you know well that was thoughtful um at least it's working i guess 
They, they definitely have to be doing something because we did get a we did get a strike over that. And then they removed the strike and put the video back up. So but I have a feeling I'm going to have to go through that again. Um, so there was a article on American Survey Center dot org. I wonder what they do. Uh, <laughs> surveys <laughs> that basically said that Americans are getting really comfortable with having religion in schools. So having Ten Commandments, having the Lord's Prayer having the In God We Trust, the whole Project Blitz thing, right, that's been going on, apparently is working because uh, parents surveyed are more and more likely to say, yeah, that I'd be okay with that. <laughs> no problem with it. Is that because uh, Project Blitz, that's probably a mix of things. It's always a mix of things. I was like, I just can't imagine that Project Blitz is that successful. Is it because people are cowards and afraid to speak up? Or they're exhausted about the whole thing. Tired of fighting. Yeah. I, wait, <laughs> I, I think it's that they're afraid to speak up. Little of column A, little com, column, you yeah, know. Yeah, okay. All the yeah, columns. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah. yeah. Why would people be afraid to speak up and, and I mean, in a survey, specifically? Like, mm. All right, yeah, you got a point there, too. Yeah, I forgot it was a survey. Mm. Now, there's... Well, now it's, just, now it's just more frightening. Thanks, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, good. That's what I was going for. <laughs> yeah, it, to me, it's worrisome. I don't, I don't like it one bit. Uh, and once again, we've got uh, a guy in Texas, State Representative Glenn Rogers, has filed a resolution to make the Bible the official state book. And as Center for Inquiry pointed out, the most interesting part about this is it doesn't specify like which edition or rewrite of the Bible. So <laughs> all of them, <laughs> yeah, all of them. Apparently, Just, they're all so good; <laughs> they all count. The generic Bible. <laughs> yep, just the Bible. Although, man, I have seen heated arguments between King James and New International Version people, like heated arguments hmm. about what, what the Bible means and how it's been translated. But yeah, just the Bible. We'll make that the official book. That should not be a problem. Ken Ham. I had to put this in here. <laughs> I miss him. I haven't heard from him in a while. So Ken Ham. What's he up to? Again, this is uh, the guy who runs the Ark Encounter. There's an article on Center for Inquiry, if you want to take a look at it, by uh, Jim Underdown. He has hired a Trump impersonator to speak at his uh, ARC encounter. So, as Jim Underdown says, the man, probably responsible for spreading the, the most pseudoscientific misinformation to more unsuspecting Christians than anyone else alive, <laughs> has hired a comic... To impersonate a liar, promoting an event at an unrealistic recreation of a fictional boat. <laughs> nice. I think that's put very succinctly. Yeah. Apparently, Ken Ham is an avid Trump supporter and wants uh, wants to have somebody at his ark encounter promoting the the whole Trump. I don't know everything. Ugh. Makes no sense because Trump is clearly not a Christian. Clearly. And yet, yeah, but I feel like he's so clearly not. Any of the things that they think he is. Well, okay. He's not a tough guy. He's not a smart man. Mm -hmm. He's not a billionaire. Oh, you see, he fell off the, the top 400 wealthiest Americans. That's got to hurt. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> Alpha makes a good point. I did see a picture of Trump holding a Bible. So there you go. <laughs> I mean, he walked out of the White House because he was accused of being, you know, a, a scaredy cat in the bunker. So he walked outside <laughs> with his Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, losing uh, using uh, tear gas and to clear the streets 
so that he could – yeah, that made you look tough. Yeah. To have other people clear the streets so that nobody could get anywhere near you so that you could hold a Bible up. Yeah. Upside down, not backwards. <laughs> tough guy. Uh, and I just wanted to mention this. There was a commission while we're on religious nonsense. Uh, there was a commission investigating the Catholic Church in France. Uh, the commission has found that the Catholic Church has employed around 3,000 sexual abusers of children since the 1950s. There's people who have been accused, found guilty of abusing children, abusing or worse, uh, since the 1950s. Three thousand of them and in the investigation it says this is a minimal estimate i saw just uh, in france yeah i saw a later story that estimated the number of victims in uh the 200,000 to 300,000 and since the 1950s in france so i saw that estimate as well yeah i guess it's i mean uh, yeah i don't want to to try to create any correlation where there might not be but if most of the Catholic priests in Pennsylvania mm. are guilty of being child rapists, and that then when they did the investigation in Massachusetts, same thing is true. Ohio, same thing is true. All of France, same thing is true. I'm, I'm going to go ahead, <laughs> as I am a betting man, and assume that it's 100% true across the board in every Catholic church. Yeah. Just running the odds alone. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. The math's on your side, my friend. Yeah. Thanks. I'll see if I can uh, parlay it with some other religious sex crimes. <laughs> Make some extra cash. And the reason I bring it up is because I just don't want anybody to forget about the Catholic Church and what it's done and what it's responsible mm -hmm. for. So every time I see one of these, I, I bring it up. And it perpetuates the cycle of abuse. Because I mean, all of these kids that were injured, a certain percentage of them are going to turn around and abuse as well. I, not all people that are, are abused turn into abusers, but most people that are abusers were abused as children. That is a true story. Yeah. So th this is a a cycle of of, abu of abuse that needs to stop. And if the Catholic Church needs to go away for that to happen, that's what needs to happen. So be it. That's not happening. No. <laughs> they have too much money. All right. So the last thing, I've got two things, but they're really combined. The last thing that I have, there's an article on smh.com.au from Australia, the Sydney Morning Herald. It's an article about Stephen Blackie. So he is a therapist. He is an atheist, evolutionist, although I don't understand the evolutionist. He believes in fact, I guess. I don't know. Double vaccinated. He votes for climate or for he votes for candidates who promise urgent climate change action. He also believes in psychics. Yeah. <laughs> What? Exactly. <laughs> so, like I said, the article goes into the, the idea that, you know, he's he, apparently he's not a skeptic. But, um, yeah, I, I, I trying to wrap my head around the idea of believing in psychics. Along with that story, same same kind of thing. I have an, an article about uh, Christy Carlson Romano. I don't know exactly who she is, but... Um, She's, uh, I don't know, she has a, a YouTube channel. Like, I, I don't know if she's just internet famous. I don't know. But in any case, she has come out and said 
this is how I was scammed by psychics. And she put out a, a few different like videos and articles talking about how these people scammed me when I was vulnerable, etc. And, you know, I kind of feel bad for, for being scammed by psychics. But at the same time, she actually makes makes it very clear that she's not trying to demean or call out psychics. What she's trying to do is to go go against people that are exploiting other people. So um, she's so specifically against the fake psychics. Not the real ones. Right. <laughs> All right. So to be fair, are there things that, um, you know, th that people believe that they shouldn't believe and then they should know better? Uh, does critical thinking, people believe in ghosts, people believe in, you know, I'm going to throw cryptozoology out there. <laughs> There's a bunch of things that people believe that are not fact-based. For sure. So I, I feel like we're throwing stones a little bit. Wait, why? Tell me more. Well, I, I mean, I hate to ridicule people for the silly things that they believe if they're, you know, one thing out of many. There were points in my life that I believed in ghosts. I had a conversation with an atheist once because he thought that when he died, he would go either to heaven or hell. He was an atheist, didn't believe in God, but he still believed that there was heaven and hell. I was baffled by this. People believe crazy things. Was he a big fan of, big fan of The Good Place? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. That was an excellent show. Yeah, it was an excellent show. Did you spend $60,000 on ghosts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More than 60000 no, Of course not. Dude! <laughs> of course not. Okay. <laughs> well, Zero the reason dollars. that he brings this up is because uh, Christy here has purchased a $30,000 blessed crystal that would suck <laughs> up all the darkness from her life. Oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, I, I, <laughs> man, there are, again, there are much harder decisions in life to make. If you, you're spending that much on a crystal, I don't, I don't know how you're doing anything. Right. I don't know how you're paying bills, how you're taking yeah. care of kids. I don't know what you're doing if you're that fucking stupid. How have you gotten through life this far? How do you have an extra $60,000? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's got to be inherited wealth. <laughs> Very possible. Did Oh, did you guys not read the the, the feed here? She's a, she's a uh, according to Grinch, she's a voice actor. Oh. So she makes okay money. She, mm. she was the voice of Kim Possible on Kim Possible. Mm. So she's got some money to burn. Or I misread it, and Ray Romano's wife was the Kim Possible on Kim Possible. <laughs> and this woman... My only issue with this is, in Ray's write-up, he says that she was scammed out of $60,000 by fake psychics, <laughs> as opposed to the other kind of psychics who were out there doing... <laughs> that was a reminder <laughs> Pro bono work for the good. That was a reminder to me to make sure that I mentioned that she's only blaming the fake psychics. The ones I was going to say, that, that explains a lot now. She's like, could a real psychic come help me and sell me a $30,000 crystal? <laughs> so is there anything currently that any of you are like, you know, not wanting to really, well, if you don't want to get into it, maybe you won't answer the question, but something that you kind of believe in or, you know, I mean, like I, like Karen mentioned the, the, the person who believed in heaven and hell. I've talked to, I've talked to atheists who believe in all sorts of different things. I like what Jeff just said. I don't believe in alien abductions, but I'm legit not joking at all, terrified of it. Like, don't want to walk outside at night because of it. And that's kind of, that's kind of how I am with ghosts. I 100% do not believe in ghosts. And yet, if it's dark downstairs, I don't want to go down there. I don't know why. That's fair. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, well, That's there's fair. always there's always that little bit of like, especially after you watch like a scary movie. Yeah, you're like, I don't necessarily believe that, but no. what if I'm wrong? <laughs> and it gets me. <laughs> yeah, that's how you trick yourself. That, that's the old monkey brain coming out. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, maybe and that's probably the basis for all of this. I mean, all of it is is monkey brain stuff. You know, it's yeah. voices from the people that you that have left. You, it's it's Nana speaking from the grave. You re- you want to believe that's true if you really loved your Nana, but it's not happening. <laughs> but I think at this point, I think that the the fear of the dark and that sort of thing, it's an evolutionary step to try and keep you alive if you build Mm. a fire and everybody's huddled around the fire and somebody goes walking off into the woods and gets eaten by a tiger you quickly learn that the dark is bad (laughs) and over the course of a hundred thousand years this gets you know really hammered in Mm, true sure and depending on you know the setting and and you know you can get yourself worked up over nonsense so i don't i don't fault karen at all i have been out after hours on uh, the battlefields down in uh, Gettysburg. Mm. Terrifying. Right up until we were arrested, I was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> well, you um, think about the people that I died was, there. Yeah. Yeah. You get all you get all wrapped up in the in the ghosts of the, the, the dead soldiers. And you're like, this is super scary. And then you're like, wait a minute, this is nonsense. Yeah. Turn on the headlights. Oh, yeah. And- I mean, I... <laughs> I do weird shit. Like, I could psych my own self out, even unrelated. Like, I have this big window in my house that backs up to, like, a small, tiny forest, which on the other side is our house. And I'm at night, sometimes I go, man, what if there's a gray just sitting in that forest <laughs> fucking staring at me through the window? Right? Yep. And then I'm just like, if I just caught a glimpse of his eyes, I go, I'm not even looking out that window anymore. And I just walk away. <laughs> I go, I'm not going to look. <laughs> uh, so, sorry. This is a... Probably a pointless segue, but it does. It's something that I'm terrified of that kind of makes no sense because I know the origins and it makes it even more Ooh. shameful. <laughs> but so I uh, at nighttime, I am terrified if 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 a window is is closed with the blinds, I will not open it hmm. because when I was younger, I was watching an episode of Alf, <laughs> and <laughs> Alf opened up window blinds, and their, their creepy neighbor, Mr. Achmonic, was pressed right up against the window, and I, it really frightened me as a child, <laughs> and now I'm scared to open windows if I'm too if it's too dark to see out of them, mm. for fear of a face being behind them. Don't you ever be embarrassed about that. Not unreasonable. That stuck with me for way too long. <laughs> What's that? Don't you ever be embarrassed of that. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's continuing to make the uh, the alien argument. Aliens, you know, like they could be. That's that's right. his fear. He doesn't want to walk outside and be abducted by an alien. And you know, yeah. Alf, alien life form. See, yeah, yeah. it could Eat exist. Cats. That guy was a monster. Uh, you read too many stories about aliens abducting people and you know sticking the sticks up their butt. <laughs> well, as long as the sticks are coated with zinc, at least it'll protect me from COVID. <laughs> Fire in the sky. Mm, yeah, that was a bad one. <laughs> yeah, fire in the Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's one of the most disturbing scenes ever. Mm. Yeah, if you've watched Fire in the Sky as a kid, you're legit you completely legit to be afraid of aliens. That yep. that movie was creepy. Yep. Legit. I saw it when I was twenty one and it scared the living <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> That's fair. Scarred for life. Alright, anything else? Negative. Negative. Uh it was brought up in Discord, and I wasn't sure if we had talked about it. Did we talk about soaking and jump humping? 
last week. I'm going to talk about what? Yeah. No, because I don't know what you're saying. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. How much time do we have? <laughs> I don't know. This could take a little Well, it might not take. So you don't know what soaking or jump humping is? <laughs> no. Uh, no. So this is a new way that Mormon teenagers have figured out a way to uh, okay. trick trick God. So you I've, know what I'm talking about? Yes. I know of... No, I, I still don't, but I love Soaking, it. <laughs> I have heard of in that regard. I wasn't sure that that's what you were. Okay. No, nope, I've ones... never heard it. But if it's anything like saddlebacking, <laughs> I love it. Oh, what's saddlebacking? Uh, same thing. Tricking God. Uh. Oh, is it is it butt stuff? Saddlebacking? It's butt stuff. Okay, yes. so this is a very similar. Soaking is you insert the penis, but you don't move. <laughs> okay. Because oh, moving it. is, you just soak in it. <laughs> But the jump humping part is, is that you get a friend to jump on the bed, which creates the friction that you need without moving. Wow. Involuntary motion. I absolutely love it. (laughs) So, one, here's the thing. You're so scared of God that you're willing to go through all this shit. But you're also comfortable enough to ask a friend to jump on a bed while you have your penis inserted into a vagina to create motion. You're comfortable with all that. (laughs) And also, you're imagining God looking down and go, damn it, Brad and Sarah got me. They found a way around it. <laughs> they're technically not having sex. I think they're technically having sex. They're just enjoying it less. Uh, <laughs> Maybe that's the point. That that really – thanks, Jared. That made my heart swell with joy. Oh, okay. <laughs> the only part of that that I didn't like is that I know a, like a much younger me – would try that as soon as the show was over. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, yeah, listen, if I was 18, I'd be like, yeah, this sounds like fun. Sounds but, amazing. But you're not doing it because you think you found a way. You're just like, oh. No, like, because yeah. it sounds awesome. <laughs> it sounds like a Dutch runner, only more complex. <laughs> now, and again, in this situation, I mean, you know, overlooking the fact that you're trying to, to trick God with a loophole and all shit like that. <laughs> Does the person who's doing the jumping on the bed, like, have to constantly, are you guys done yet? How long do I have to keep jumping on this fucking bed for? (laughs) Or do I get a turn after this? Like, what is going on here? I'm thinking they're 17, 18 years old, so this is not going to last long. (laughs) No. Well, I mean, you don't know. Hmm. Maybe they found a way around fucking cocaine, too, somehow. I don't know if I... (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Wait a minute. This is a TikTok thing? Oh, no. I did a quick search on this, and it uh, the first article is Mormon teens on TikTok are jump humping in order to avoid, oh. you know, act- having sex. Right, why are Mormons on TikTok? Well, they can be on TikTok, too. Yeah, that's not a slight But why are God, they doing this <laughs> jump humping on TikTok? That's So you're <laughs> trying to fool God, but you're broadcasting it to fucking everyone? What? Wait, you got so once, once you discover this, you got to get that info out to everybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> You just outclevered God. That's a big deal. Got to tell all my Mormon friends. I guess as long as you don't drink coffee. All right. Yeah. Man, God makes people do weird shit. <laughs> I know. You go through all these hoops. Yeah. And st- and the fact that you believe it and you think you're one-upping an omniscient being. Right. Yeah. This little string <laughs> around Manhattan saves us all. Right. <laughs> Well, I mean, earlier when you were telling us about uh, the Rod of Iron folk, mm. they were like, well, God needs us to be his hands and his feet. Uh, no, he doesn't. No. <laughs> An omniscient being doesn't need your help. <laughs> Fuck off. Oh, you just need your the money. Got it. 
So, Jared, was the uh, was the the rod of iron bit? Was that the story that you had from the beginning of the show? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. All right. I think at at that point, uh, I'm going to call it and say that's what, that's what we've got for this week. <laughs> First, I want to thank our as wrapping up. I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, uh, especially Alpha Grinch, Hessian Gixson, and Jeff, who could join us tonight. We really appreciate it. If you enjoy this podcast. You can support it by signing up on our Patreon page and uh, joining us again as we record. If you can't do that, share the podcast on social media or leave a review for us. We would appreciate it. Uh, again, if you want to contact us, facebook.com slash argument or tweet at ProfaneArg. Uh, and if you forget ProfaneArg, you can go to uh, Soaring Eagles of Freedom. Freedom. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get you there. Um, also, please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. It is a podcasting network of which we are a member. Soon-to-be-namednetwork.com will get you all the archive shows. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you.